This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani. The Bronx is burning. Despite making up only 18% of the city's population, 32% of all city murders happen there. Said robberies are also running rampant. The family dollar on Webster Avenue has been robbed so many times. The manager there says it's why he took matters into his own hands, almost costing him his life. You can see the incident on our social media, WABC Radio. You see the guy, he's in a red shirt. There's two people coming in literally with a shopping cart, a man and a woman, and they just pack it up and they're just trying to walk out with it. And the manager is so desperate to keep his business open because he's so sick and tired of being robbed all the time. He tries to stop them. They put him in a headlock. Then on 169th Street, which is uh, kind of like the South Bronx. That's by by Yankee Stadium, right? 169 is by Yankee Stadium. Yeah. And Grand Concourse around that area, that's where most of the crime is happening. Not fancy Riverdale. Elderly neighbors in two buildings there say teenagers many of whom are girls, are terrorizing them. The kids say they know that the cops won't do anything to them. And it's why night after night after night, they come in there and they terrorize them. They beat up these elderly people. Take a listen to this woman and this guy. You did did mention Riverdale. It's, It's worth mentioning that I lived in Riverdale when I moved back to New York and got my first job at WNEW back in 2000 alongside Craig Carton. I lived in Riverdale, and the reason why, you kind of use Riverdale as an example, but they're white people and Jewish people. I don't think that's the case with the people that you're pointing out right now. Is, is that a fair assumption, or do I need to be corrected? That's a, that, that's a fair assumption. <laughs> I, I that's that. a fair <laughs> assumption. You are, you are correct, bingo. Yeah, it's not happening at the, at the Temple or the Riverdale uh, Day School or anything right. like that. But listen to this poor, these poor, like, these people have lived in these buildings for decades. And even though it's the South Bronx, it was relatively safe up until recently, up until the whole bail reform and that the cops aren't doing anything to the kids. So take a listen to this woman and this guy, and they are just, like, scared for their lives. They, they're afraid to even walk out their front door. Imagine living like this. Take a listen. They came at us. They beat us. They broke that, that stick from that tree there to beat us with the wood. We don't have nobody. It's a shame. And they are telling us they're going to come back and burn the building now. It's ridiculous. That's not right. People shouldn't have to live like that. They shouldn't have to live like that where they can't walk out their front door. The same the same people progressives claim to be helping with their so-called justice reforms are the ones that are being hurt the most, Sid. Yeah. You are seeing it time and time again. You saw the guy that got bashed in the head with the rock on the subway. Yes. The Indian man, 63 yeah. years old. You saw that? Yeah. And again, it wasn't a white supremacist. wasn't a white supremacist that came after him. But the victim, he was an Indian man, and he came off his security job. And then you saw the guy that got sucker punched in the Bronx. He was Hispanic. Thank God they took him off the ventilator. But time and time again, we're seeing that the majority of the victims, not the, I'm, I'm not even going to talk about the suspects. The majority of the victims are minority people. That's They're true. They're being terrorized. That's, I mean, not just, right, not just Jewish people, Asian people, but you're pointing out black people, yes. Latinos. I tell you, I, I went for breakfast yesterday at a place called The Last Stop with Danielle. And uh, we walked outside of, of the of the diner, uh, Lydia, and we're walking towards our car. And there's an African-American woman wearing a blue MTA shirt. And now I'm wearing a WABC T-shirt. It's a true story. 
and we're walking towards the car, and she stops us, and she goes, I listen to that station every day, and I go, oh, no, you don't, because that's um, I was wrong. I was just assuming, come on, black lady, no way. She goes, yes, I do. I go, who do you listen to? She goes, well, I like Rudy Giuliani, and I like Curtis Sliwa, but I really love those guys, Bernie and Sid, in the morning. So I go, I'm Sid, and right in front of Danielle, she grabs me, gives me a big kiss on the face, and says, you're gorgeous, thank you. I swear to God. And we walked away. Now, two things happened. First of all, Danielle said, what a double standard. If some guy grabbed me and did that to me, how would you react? I said, I'd go crazy. I'd kill him. Of course, I'm jealous. I'm an idiot. But secondly, it was, the, it was an African-American woman who appreciates what we do every day. And she is one of those people that has become targeted by her own people, just to further your point. A hundred percent. And we've spoken to the moms against violence up in Harlem. And one mom said to me, she said, you know, I'm concerned about my 15 year old son going to school because I know the chance of him being killed by somebody that looks like him is a hundred times greater than a, say, a white cop. So this narrative that these progressives, these regressives are trying to perpetuate couldn't be more wrong. And we need, if we really want to help our young people, if we really want to help communities of color, then we need to look within yeah. and need to yeah. say, what the hell is going yeah. on uh, with our people? I agree. Now, let me ask you this. I want you to be completely honest. Don't give me the answer that John or Chad may appreciate. I want the complete honesty out of Lydia. Given the choice, would you rather be talking about this story today or just getting home from covering J Lo's wedding. <laughs> oh, Benifer, I know. I'm so. Can I? Can I just say why does she look like a? I was asking my husband this, and he was like, "I don't want to talk about Benifer. I don't want to talk about it." Yeah. But why is Jennifer Lopez so obsessed with Ben Affleck? She looks like a stage five clinger. I know that's not a popular <laughs> thing, but she's like obsessed with him in the pictures that you see from yeah. the drone overhead. She's like draped all over him. Yeah. She could have had any guy she wants, and she wants well, she this did. recovering she, addict. She did, and he's like a like. What's so special about him? He's always looking upset. Uh, listen, uh, uh, listen. It, it's not like. like it, it, why? It's why? Not, why it, was she so obsessed with him? I don't know. But it's not like she's only been with him. She she went with A-Rod. She went with P. Diddy. She went with Mark Anthony. She's had a million other guys. So Mark Anthony looks like a crackhead. I know. He's a gross. a hoe. I know. I know. But clearly. So she she had her pickers off. Yeah, That's the problem so. with women, why they're single. Because they go for these guys. Like, she wants Ben Affleck because he's like this unattainable thing. And I think she thinks. You know, she wants anything that she can't have. Yeah. But like, and then Mark Anthony just kind of was a natural choice. He's Latino too, but he's ugly. I mean, I'm sorry. He's got a beautiful voice, but the guy looks like a, <laughs> what is that, Schmeagle? Yeah. What is that? The precious, the precious. That's what he looks like. The precious. I, I think, I, mean, I, I think, I think you're upset with Ben because unlike Matthew McConaughey and Tony Sirico, he did not try to seduce you. Well, you know who else I forgot to tell you flirted with me once? Adam Levine. Oh, really? I was doing a press junket. I was doing a press junket, and Adam Levine flirted nice. with me. Oh, he look flirted. At you. He flirted. Look at I'll you. I'll tell you more of that story. Yeah, oh, because oh. when you're a reporter, you're out and about, and you're meeting yeah. all these people. Sure. You know the celebrities. We're, we're not going to talk about Adam Levine or Benifer on Cats at Night. Right. That's just something you and I will talk about. Also, you know who you should get on your show, by the way, real quick? That pole dancer, that one that... I want to, yes, yes. Let get me, her. Let me work on that. I know exactly who okay. you're talking about. Let me work okay. on that. <laughs> 
Okay, 5 o'clock, Cats and Night, John Cats and TV. She, that's an impressive feat to do that, to yeah. win. She's from Brooklyn and she won, but I, 5 o'clock, Cats and Night. That's a great job today. Lydia Saranai, Lydia Report. She is on with John on that terrific show, Cats at Night, 5 p.m. every weekday. You can follow Lydia Saranai on Twitter, at Lydia News, and on Instagram, at Lydia News 1.